Hey there, I'm excited to bring you this week's episode. Hang on, I'll be right back. Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin, and I'm so, so glad that you stopped by to spend some time with me in God's Word. Today, we actually, we I'm still continuing in the Freedom from Fear series um, but I want to go to a scripture that doesn't necessarily speak on fear or anxiety or anything like that. And it's Psalm 139. And we're going to be in verses one through four. I'm sorry, Psalms 139 verses one through four. This is a beautiful, beautiful uh, passage of scripture. Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. This blessed me. And the main reason it blessed me is because the conclusion of this matter is that God knows me. God knows you. God has searched us and he knows us from the inside out greater than anyone else knows us. And actually check this out. God knows us better than we know ourselves. He's our creator. He's the one who formed us in our mother's womb. And so he knows us. And this is a psalm of David. And he's just acknowledging the greatness of God and the sovereignty of God and how personal how very personal God is, how very personal God desires to be, how very personal God wants to be in the life of every human being. To have someone as great as our great God know when we sit down and when we stand up, you know what that The picture that that brings to my mind is that even before I sit down, he, I know this may sound a little weird, but just go with me. He actually knows the muscles, the tendons, the nerves, the amount of strength that it will take for me to sit down or to stand up. He has, so it's, it's deeper than he, him knowing when I sit down or when I sit. He knows what has to take place in my body for me to do one of those two things. In my body. And he knows what it will take in your body for you to sit or to stand. 
He knows how much effort it will take. So isn't that encouraging? That say, say your body is frail. Say your body is more frail than another person's. Well, God knows that. And he knows what it's going to take. He knows whether you're going to have to hold on to a desk, hold on to a walker, hold on to a chair. God knows. And he's concerned about all of that. And he's watching out. And he set his angels in place to make sure that you accomplish what not just your body, but your brain, what he put in your brain to cause all of those areas in your body to function properly or to function in such a way that you can sit down and you can stand up. God has set everything in order and in its proper place. Your mind thinks, oh, it's time for me to get up. Your brain responds and then your body responds and reacts. And there you go. Wow, God knows. He knows when we sit down and when we stand up. And then David says, you understand my thoughts afar off. So not only does God know our thoughts, before they even get into our own minds, he knows, he actually knows what is on its way to our minds. He already knows what's on our on its way and he understands them. And because God understands our thoughts from afar off, he's afar off, but yet he's near. He understands the thoughts before they even get into our minds. So if he understands what's coming, then he's already got the remedy when they get there. He's already got the word in place when the thought arrives. So that's how he can lift up a standard against what has come if it is not a godly thought or godly idea? He already knows. And so he's already, listen, if we uh, accept and acknowledge and make use of the gifts that he's given us, then when those thoughts come, the bad ones, the negative ones, the fearful ones, the anxious ones, we are ready because we have our armor on and we can quench the fiery darts of the wicked. We can quench the evil thoughts of the wicked. We can quench the fearful, anxious thoughts of the wicked one when they come because the Holy Spirit will alert us. And then we can put up those shields of faith. to deflect and to quench those fiery darts of the wicked one. God is all-knowing. He sees everything. He sees every thought. This is what the psalmist is saying. He understands my thoughts 
from far away. And because he understands them, he knows what to do. And he knows what we need to do. And so he'll show us what we need to do to combat those thoughts. And if they're good thoughts and godly thoughts and thinking on the things that are lovely, pure, of good report, thinking of the things that bring God glory, thinking of the things that that bring peace. We just accept those. And he understands those as well. But we know about those other thoughts. And then he says, then, then David says in verse three, you observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. Everything about me, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, the all of it, God knows. He is acquainted with all my ways. Now, that can be scary for some when we are like not doing the right thing. That's that that can be a little intimidating like oh god you know. Ooh, you know. But it's also comforting to know that God knows that God knows me. You know, it's just it's comforting. Even when I'm not in a good place, it's still comforting because that way I know I can go to God and tell him and share with him my heart and how I messed up knowing that he already knows and knowing that because he knows he knows what to do about it and he knows how to help me and he knows how to help me help myself (laughs) so yes that is so comforting and it's freeing It, it it it's a load lifter to know that the God, that God of the universe, that God who created me actually knows me. That lifts a load off of me. Like I don't have to carry everything myself. I have someone who knows me. And don't you don't you have that when there's someone in your life that knows you, that gets you? And because you know they get you, it's okay for you to go to them and talk to them and share with them because they get you and you're not going to feel condemned and you're not going to feel like you wasted your time or you're not going to feel like they really don't care about what I'm saying. No, you are comfortable and you're free to go to them and share because you know they get you. They understand you. All right, and then, so, oh, this one, I meant to stop at verse three, the first part of verse three, because this was so appropriate because I read this scripture while I was away and after I had traveled a distance and even before I traveled back home. And it was like, you observe my travels and you observe my rest. Well, I took that personally because that let me know that while I was driving this long distance that I've never driven by myself alone, um, that he was with me. Like I knew he was there. I prayed and I knew the angels of God were covering me. But he says, the psalmist said, you observe my travels like God was with me. He was watching over me. This, that made 
this scripture so real to me because I felt the real presence of God as I was traveling. You know, it was like he was watching other people to make sure nobody hit me because there was an instance where somebody did pull over into my lane. And you know, this happens when we're on the road traveling and obviously they didn't see me, but God made sure I saw them. So, you know, we got, I laid on that horn and they moved and, you know, this was just, um, letting me know that even before I got on the road, God was had prepared the way for me to travel. You know, I it's hard to describe, but I, I'm pretty sure some of you understand what I'm saying. And, you know, just knowing, just knowing that this God, this personal God is aware of when I'm traveling of when I'm going and when I'm going to work and before I leave my home and when I when I drive or walk or whatever I'm doing and he's aware and he's observing when I rest. You know what that also tells me? That I have to make sure I rest <laughs> because it's necessary. You know, I'm talking to myself. Yes, I am. Uh, hopefully talking to some of y'all too, because we all need rest. But the fact that God himself is observing wherever I go, you know, sitting down, getting up when I travel, when I rest, we're covered and we're known. That's the thing. We're not just covered, but we're known. And don't we want to be known? Doesn't every human being want to be known and recognized and acknowledged and feel like you matter? And if that is not the case in your life, in any other human relationship, God acknowledges you. God knows you. God loves you. <laughs> he does. And you know what? Be encouraged because that just means if there's no human in your life in those places, that just means that there's space for those that God wants in your life. And at his appointed time, he will establish those relationships in your life. And you just have to be in the place where you can receive them, where your heart is healed and open so you can receive the ones that God puts there so you don't reject them and push them away. And then he says, you're acquainted with all my ways. And he says in verse four, before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. So listen, listen, you, you know those words that we ought not to say that are just about to come out of our mouths. Hold it. I just listened to something that Dr. Tony Evans said. He said, allow God to put a rock in your mouth. <laughs> allow the Holy Spirit to put a rock in your mouth so that you don't say something that you shouldn't say so that he has control or so we have control over our 
over what we speak out of our mouths. <laughs> so God, I'm agreeing with that. Put a rock in my mouth, Holy Ghost, so that I don't say something I should not say. So not only does God know the thoughts before they arrive in our minds, but he knows the words that will come out as a result of those thoughts before it gets to our tongue. Oh, God knows us. We are known. And the beautiful thing about our Lord is that he has equipped us with everything we need. The Bible says everything pertaining to life and godliness, we have been gifted with those things. So we have every tool we need at our disposal to combat the ugly things, the ungodly things, the ungodly thoughts, the ungodly words, all that we need to overcome, to tear down, to pluck up, to root out all these things. I just want to say again, this is so liberating to be known. Not just known, but known intimately. I mean, come on. Come on now. Who else knows when you sit down and stand up? All the time. Now, I have a dog. <laughs> it's actually my son's dog. And listen, I'm definitely not equating God to a dog, but I, I just want to give a little little testimony here or a little story, you know, a little experience. So whenever I sit down or whenever I get, no, mostly when I get up, okay, this dog knows because it's like his eyes are on me 24-7 or his ears are open to hear because as soon, I mean, my foot, say, I, oh, okay, say I'm in the bed or in the chair and my foot moves like I'm getting up or I just have to make a movement like I'm getting up and he is right there. Like, well, he can't come. There's certain places he knows not to come. He can't come in the kitchen because I don't do animals in the kitchen <laughs> or the dining room. So, but he knows, I mean, he will get up. And stand at the edge of the kitchen, the dining room. He'll stand right there like, oh, you're getting up. What's next? Or I make a move like I'm about to get up. Oh, there he is. There he is again. I tell you. So, so that's only when I'm home, though. That's only when I'm in his presence. But when I'm away from him, he has no clue what I'm doing. He doesn't know when I'm getting up, sitting down. I don't think so. No, he doesn't know. The person you're with right now, they may know when you get up. They may know when you sit down, when you lay down, when you make a move. They can anticipate what you're about to do, possibly if they know you well enough, intimately enough. But what about when you're gone, when you're not in their presence? Listen, we are always in the presence of God. Always. So he always knows when we sit down and when we get, he always knows the thoughts. 
before we thank them. He always knows the words before we say them. He always knows when we're moving about in our travels, when we're resting. He always knows. We are never outside of his sight or his hearing. Never. So take comfort and take courage. That like I said in the previous episode, I'm sure more than once, he has you. He knows you. He knows all about you. So when anxiety and fear come, God already knew it was on its way. So because he already knew it was on his way, he already equipped us to deal with it. He already did it. Whether that equipment or that equipping is through a counselor, a coach, the Holy Ghost, a friend, the word of God, he has equipped us. He has given us everything we need. He has set it already in place. Lord, I pray that we open, that you open our eyes to see all of the tools that you have given us, that you have placed at our disposal. Open our eyes, Lord. Help us to see that there are more for us than be against us. Open our ears, Lord, so that we can hear your voice leading and guiding us into all that is true. Release discernment. Stir up the spirit of discernment so we can see beyond what we see, so we can hear deeper than what we hear. Help us, Lord, to know in the spirit what you need us to know and not stop at the flesh, but to go beyond and go deeper. You have equipped us and blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Father, release the understanding. Settle it in our hearts and in our minds and our spirits that we have all we need to overcome feeling unknown, feeling unloved, feeling unseen, unheard. You have given us everything we need. And that is your word. And that is your spirit. Remind us that we are known, that we are heard, that we are seen, that we are accepted, that we are loved, that we are your children, that you know us intimately and you are with us 100% of the time. You will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. 
Even when we forsake you, you will not forsake us. Those, Lord, as I pray time and time again, those who do not know you as their heavenly father, through Christ Jesus, Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name, to open their hearts to the awareness of your love and their need for a Savior, for the Savior, Jesus Christ. Bring them into the saving knowledge of your Son so that they too can be your children, know that they're loved, seen, heard, appreciated, accepted in the Beloved, Oh, Lord, do this for them. Encourage them. Encourage all of us. Thank you for Psalm 130, Psalms 139, verses 1 through 4, letting us know that you know all about us. Thank you for David, for him sharing this awareness that he came to. Because you are with him in all circumstances, even when he messed up and sinned and fell short. He knew that you were with him and that you loved him no matter what. So God, thank you for your never-ending love. Even when it's tough, thank you for it. I bless you and I bless all of you who are listening. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right. I ask that God bless you and keep you. Make his face, may his face shine upon you. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard and keep your minds. Thank you for listening. Feel free to like, subscribe, whatever platform you're on, share. Someone you know will be blessed and encouraged today. Share this with them. And I pray that you come back again next week for the next episode. God bless you. You take care. Love you.